Hi everybody, this is Nancy Miller from My Creative Life and today I have Nicholas Cox winner with me who is a animation MFA student at the Savannah College of Art and Design. Hi Nicholas, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing good and you? Great, great. Thank you so much for being willing to speak with me. Um, I really enjoyed the animation class that um, I happened to meet you and several other students um, I got to chat with. Um, you guys are really very, very nice people. Oh yeah, thank you. Yeah, I had a great time in that class. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and, um, yeah. Yeah. Very supportive. Um, I noticed in animation, everybody is very friendly and supportive and super kind. So yeah, I'm so new at animation. So, but um, I want you to tell the audience a little bit more about yourself. Okay, uh, well, I'm from, uh, I'm from Texas. And uh, I, I grew up there. I, I, I grew up there all my life, and uh, I um, I enjoy uh, like doing sports like tennis. And um, uh, my family is actually like moved here from um, like immigrated here, and so my dad is from Germany and my mom is from Mexico, um, and so like I have a. Um, I diverse and I share like I live in El Paso so like we share a border with Mexico so it's like a very uh, diverse culture over there and like it's very Mexican and stuff like that so and uh, and yeah and I, and I love to create art and uh, that's that's why I pursued a, a degree in animation and stuff like that so yeah yeah so I was curious because you're in the graduate program um, where did you study for your undergrad um, I studied uh, for my undergraduate at Texas A&M University in College Station, and uh, I got my degree in, uh, it's a Bachelor of Science in Visualization, but it's basically just like animation, and then like you choose like a concentration of what you want to do, so. Oh, interesting. So what inspired you to pursue animation as a career? Uh, well, you know, I, I was uh, drawing all my life when I was little and stuff, and then when I got to college, I was very um, like my parents were like, you know, you gotta you gotta do you gotta get the a job, you know, like uh, art is not very um, um, like stable or whatever. But I I took a trip uh, with them uh, to Italy because um, I my family lives in Germany and I visit them uh, pretty often, and um, we we got to go to Italy in like I think it was 2015 in the summer. And I and I went to Florence and they had a museum uh, there where they had the original David sculpture, uh, the Michelangelo. And man, after I went into that museum, like my whole life changed. I was like, you know what, this is what I want to do. And, you know, I, I like seeing the art and everything. I was like, you know, this is what I want to do. This is this feels right to me. So when I got back, I changed my major and, you know, the rest is history. I, I love it. I love every minute of it. It's, it's great. So. Well, it shows in your animations and your work, because I can tell you're very skilled in a lot of different skill sets and it, and it was really cool. Like I loved watching everybody's work in animation. I felt like I am at Hogwarts and these are all the magicians in the classroom and I'm just some muggle who got stuck in this class and everything everybody turned around uh, in class was amazing and you guys are so fast and consistent. Um, but I was curious, um, so why did you pick SCAD because um, there's a lot of different animation programs throughout the country and uh, what 
what got you interested in attending? Uh, I um uh I had um I I was I applied to four schools and so I knew that SCAD was was one of them um, that I did a lot of research on and then I also uh, looked up like the Pratt Institute mm-hmm. in New York and then there were also ones in like California mm-hmm. and uh, two other ones like the um, uh, it was uh, U- UCLA and then the other one was um, the, the famous one in, in California and oh my goodness uh, I also saw USC and then there was another one, um, super fun, but I forgot the name anyway. And I don't know, like I, I got into, to SCAD and Pratt and then it was like those two decisions. And then I, I took like a virtual tour of the schools of both. And I don't know, like, I just like SCAD just like really like grabbed my eye, you know, like just like the, the people there and like the, the culture, you know, and I was like, you know what, this is this is for me. And yeah. And then I, 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 uh, I love the decision I made because the school's awesome. You know, the people there are super helpful and like want to help you out and, um, and just like, you know, help lift each other. So I really like that. Yeah. It's, it was, um, I actually got my undergrad at SCAD and then many, many years later, I decided to get my master's degree and just, um, the programs there have expanded, like there's degrees that are like, whoa I didn't even know that was a degree so yeah I think they're very forward thinking about uh where they see the art fields going into so yeah um but uh I was curious because you have a very like I said earlier a wide set of skill sets on your Instagram you do oil painting you do so traditional you do 2d animation really well 3d animation do you have a particular favorite and why um yeah so I uh my favorite is 3D. Um, I I like doing all the other stuff, but 3D is really what I really love to do. And specifically, um, like the modeling and texturing of like scenes, environments, or like characters. And so that's what I what's that's what I really love to do. And uh, yeah, like I mean the the painting and like painting, I find like super relaxed. Like the most relaxing thing you can do is just like to shut everything off. Um, but the 3D I love is is what I what I really love to do. Um, I, I I enjoy like like manipulating and creating it in three dimensions mm-hmm. and seeing it, you know. So it's cool. Gotcha. That's awesome. I was curious. I know I didn't ask this originally in my question. So because the projects you did, um, you did more 2D. Was there a specific reason because um, that you chose to do 2D on your projects for animation class versus doing 3D? Um, so, yeah, so like I, uh, I usually never like have, have done like 2D animation, like how we did in class. Uh-huh. And so I wanted to try it out because um, I was just used to doing uh, 3D in my undergraduate. Like we just did like 3D, uh, like short films and all this stuff. And I never really got to explore like 2D animation. So I just wanted to try it out. And it, it's, it was a little different. Uh, than what I expected, but it was, I mean, it, I had fun doing it. It was cool learning, so. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm floored because I'm like, oh, you're just playing around with 2D. Everything you did looked really amazing. <laughs> Turned out great. I was, that was like fantastic. Like, I think my favorite, the last one was really good, the one that you did with the exaggeration of motion, but I still really like 
um, the one that um, you did for the, it was the rotoscoping, but you did that cool effect. Um, oh yeah. 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 Nice. Really, really yeah. Nice. I really liked, uh, I really liked that one too. Um, I was a little like scared to like do like a whole character and everything that we had to do. Um, so I just like kept it like a gesture, like, like dancing or whatever. So, but yeah, like, and then I, I took another, uh, like risk in the other, in the final one to like make a character and which was simplified, but I, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think, uh, the, I love the exaggeration in your final project. So you were really great at taking the footage that you had taken and then exaggerating the character. I, I really, really enjoyed that aspect of the yeah that's really cool. yeah yeah thank you yeah like I I reshot the the footage for that like so many times like I was like bugging Professor Silva like you know um I was like is this okay he's like you know what just simplify it more like it's you're getting there and I'm like I, I probably like filmed that thing like five times uh at the gym or whatever so it was it was funny for sure well well it paid off in the end it looked great yeah and yeah thank you you're welcome. Any tips for, say, newbie animators, uh, especially like I um, taught high school the last three years and I had students who I was so terrified of doing because they'd ask like, well, could we ever have a lesson where we do like the traditional like flip page like Disney? And I was like, oh, man, that is like so hard. Um, any tips for like consistency? Because I felt like yours were always very consistent, your line quality, line weight, because in the end, like you, your brain switches when you have somebody who can do that very consistently. And then you like believe that character and it's not like, mm -hmm. or mine, it was a lot of uh, boiling going on. So any tips for, um, you know, improving uh, your abilities? Yeah, that? for sure. Um, I, yeah, for sure. Um, I am um, like the, the way, yeah, like, so definitely like um, my, my advice would be like to fail fast, you know, like mm -hmm. fail, as fast as you can and you learn from it and um that way like it gives you um you know like you're you're able to like learn quickly you know so then you're able to like apply stuff and also I think like a strong traditional background is very good also and uh being at, like just like reading and and like looking at um like how people deconstruct certain um uh, like the figure and stuff like that can really help um, with the line like in the animations yeah. I would literally like um, lower the opacity over the layer that I'm going to work on so then I have an outline of the next shot so that I could like kind of frame it um, you know with the same um, uh, what's it called um, like frame it in the same like ratio and everything mm -hmm. and then uh, but yeah, and also like I have a Wacom tablet and that mm -hmm. like helps a lot. Like it's, it's like a cheat code, you know, the, that thing is like, you can like basically just draw on the, on the screen and that like really helps. And then like the stylus, you can change the, the line weights. Um, but um, yeah, like you could, you could leave it to where it's not pressure sensitive. So it's the same line over and over. So I just keep track of that. And then like, um, yeah, but definitely like, like learn, um, the, the basics of, um, like the figure, how it moves and stuff. And that will like really help you or like, like newcomers, like feel better, like about, you know, drawing and doing the different poses and stuff like that. So for sure.
Great tips. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, I tried some of those things. <laughs> I was like, it was so hard. I was like, uh, my brain works like an illustrator. So I just, it was really hard to get away from just looking at one frame as being one piece. It's like overall, you guys are real, animators are very good at looking at things holistically, like overall. And I think some of it's just because you guys have practiced and done it over and over and over the I can only imagine the number of hours that you've put in to get to where you're at you're, with your skill level oh for sure yeah like I it's like uh it never stops you know so um you, you, like even when I first got uh to to school like for my uh for my undergrad like I thought it was like super good you know and then I go to I go to class I think we had like the first live drawing class mm -hmm. And I was like, what, like, what am I doing here? I looked at everyone and they were like super, like way better than I, than me or whatever. And then I was like freaking out. Um, and then like my professor just gave us like all this work to do. And over time, like I just kept, uh, like he was intense. Like he would give us like 40 drawings to do a week, like of like the, the torso, the like different body parts and then the full figure. And then like, I just, after, towards the end, like, I was like, wow, like I really improved. So it's just like putting in the time for sure. Yeah, that's, yeah, it is true because I feel like with um, animation, especially like they always say, like uh, some people think they can hack it or something like that. And mm -hmm. I don't think so. <laughs> Animation's one of those things. Um, I think I could have hacked a little bit. Like if I had stood behind, like if it was because we were doing virtual classes, those people who are listening. So we were on mm -hmm. Zoom sessions. Like maybe if I had been like standing behind like you and some of the other students who were really good at the 2D animation and probably watched how you handled each frame, maybe that would have helped. But I feel like ultimately with animation, you just have to do it. You can watch all the tutorials mm -hmm. you want, but um, and maybe I'm, I don't know, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like the tutorials would definitely help, but like you have to, you have to put in the, the practice, you know? So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like also like, yeah, yeah like being uh, in Zoom, it's like very difficult to get like, a, like the full experience, you know? So like that, yeah, that's how I feel as well. Like I wish I took his class in person because like, I feel like we, we would learn a lot more, you know, because he said that like, you would get like a live model in class and stuff like that so that that would have definitely helped yeah for sure but and i think the professor also he's an excellent draftsman so i think that watching somebody like i used to when i was younger probably couldn't handle like sitting through and like doing two or three hours of watching somebody draw but now i find it really fascinating when somebody draws really well it's like watching a really good I don't know, a sports game, like, I don't know, whatever sport you like, and you're watching like, I don't know, the Super Bowl or something, and somebody's really good at it, and you watch them at that level. It's just like, it's just so cool. I, I go like, wow, how, you know, they make it so look so easy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I'm like, the people that do the 2D stuff are, yeah. are like, some of them are wizards, you know, they, they know all the like stuff all the cool like bells and whistles that you need to do like I mean some people can make like puppets and stuff and I had no idea how to do that like I didn't look that up and I feel like that would have made it less stressful because like you can just like like move him around you know kind of so oh I didn't even yeah that. that's cool thank you for sharing yeah that, yeah for sure yeah like it's crazy like all the software now like makes it like super um intuitive and like easy for you to like go in there and well, some of them are like a little like intimidating, but like once you know it, 
like good enough like it's like you know it makes things a million times easier for sure gotcha so i really enjoyed your gesture drawings i would say you were definitely very strong at when we had those exercises because i always like the you know you have a really nice um variable line weight i guess you know when i think about you know that thick to thin and um did a great job capturing the emotions and the movement um, so are there any drawing tips that you could give people who want to do better at capturing gesture? Yeah, so yeah, like I like I said earlier, like when I did that first class, like I was I was so bad, you know, so I uh, it's just uh, my tips would be like to really like look at what you're um, like at the person or whatever you're drawing and try to capture that as close as you can. And like you can um, like with like with the figure. Um, like with people, um, I like to start with a line that goes from the head mm -hmm. to the to the foot that has the weight, like a very thin line that you can barely see. And then from there, and then I look at like how the like the line of action that we learned in class, right? Like the the curve that the body follows, mm -hmm. and then I'll draw that. And then depending if the if the like pose is like super complicated, I'll do the bean shape first. Mm -hmm. Or I start with the head, like for me, like I always start with the head because I feel like I um, like we'll get it wrong or like it's too big or too small if I start with the body. But with some poses, like I have to start with the body because it's like so complicated. Um, but yeah, like I would definitely like use the bean, like the the, sh the shape of the torso and, the, and like where the hip is, like the bean shape. And that'll help you um, like identify the, the movement and where the body moves and then um, like I have like I, I looked at a lot of books too like um, like Bern Hogarth um, his like anatomy mm -hmm. stuff is like pretty cool okay. I did I don't read a lot of these books like I just look at like how they break down the figure in space mm -hmm. and kind of like understand that and then like that'll help you and also I had a professor in Australia his name was um, Patrick Jones mm -hmm. and he has he has two books um about like figure drawing and he's like super good at um um at that stuff and like i i met he was like my teacher and he he worked for like i think like warner brothers uh doing like uh mad paintings and stuff like that and uh he was like super good at that he has like two books and he he kind of does like how professor silva told us like to um use the bean shape and he just starts like with like that and it goes like in depth pretty good. So yeah, just, just I would like definitely look at books and just a lot of practice, you know, like a bunch of practice will, will get you there for sure. Gotcha. So well, thank you. I will check out those books. I always love um, getting new drawing books and things like that because there's always something that somebody's doing that you're like, oh, that's really great. I can apply that. So yeah, yeah. George Bridgman is an, also another good one. I think he has, I think one of his books is free on you just like look it up on google um he's really good too a lot you know also like comic book artists are very good at gesture drawing and i um i noticed i, I noticed that a lot because they do like a bunch of different like movements and stuff for characters superheroes everything so they're very good at that and like jim lee and uh david finch are two of my favorites and they're super good like david finch has like videos he has a YouTube channel and so does, so does Jim Lee, but um, he has like videos that you can buy and he like dynamic anatomy and like shows you how to like draw 
um, the head in different positions, arms, everything. So it, it's pretty cool. So, awesome. but the the best yeah. the best teacher is yeah. from life. Like you want to draw from life, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I really um, want to do some more figure drawing, but everything is kind of uh, at where it, we are now with everything going on. So. I'm hoping that I'll take advantage of that when things go back in person in the fall and I'll see when they have times for that. Cause I, that, that class that we had, I really didn't realize like how um, my gesture was weak and I really need it. And it, it's really made a difference now. Like, so in my illustration work, I do all of the things that, um, uh, the professor was telling us to do on a regular basis and I do it all now. And it's, made a huge difference in how the storytelling, because we get so much by just looking at how somebody, you know's posture or how their hands, like I didn't even think about like, I don't know, to me, like the hands and the feet are almost like the end of a sentence, like a period. It kind of makes you go like, oh, that's how they're feeling. It's always like that end notation of like, is it an exclamation point or is it a question mark? So I, yeah, I got so much out of that from doing all this, even though I was, doing it with video reference. Um, it was, yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed it. I loved all the drawing stuff we had to do. Yeah, me too. Like, it was really cool. And definitely like, yeah, you like, we learned a lot. It definitely like helps you um, like improve you. So yeah, like the, the book, like, yeah, that's that's funny that you say like the, <laughs> the way it like, um, like, it, like it affects like the character's mood or, you know, like just, just by walking or doing a simple action, you know, you, you, you know, his personality and how he is or the character, you know, so yeah, definitely. So what are, what are your ultimate plans after you finish your um, degree from SCAD? Uh, well, I plan, I plan to work like at, a, at an animation. I want to work in an animation studio. Um, like my, I, like I want to work at Pixar for sure one day. Um, but I also love, um, like gaming and, 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 uh, so like, I, I'll like, uh, um, I'll, like, I like to do games as well. So like anything really like from like 3d films to game studios. So for sure, but like definitely like Pixar is my number one, like where I want to go to work. Um, so nice. Well, you have a lot of great, uh, from traditional to, um, digital skill sets and I just I don't know I'm always impressed because I love you know digital's great and everything but when I see people who can do like oil painting they can do the drawing I'm like mm -hmm. pulled over because it's so much more impressive you go like they're so flexible so not mm -hmm. only like I always think wow that person is very adaptable they're probably you know if software changes or this changes they're readily going to be able to um, figure out how to make it work so I think it's great that you do, you know, traditional and digital so well. Yeah, you know, I, I started in traditional art and I hadn't like touched software until I got to college. Mm -hmm. um, I know some like high schools, like you're already like working it and stuff. Yeah. And I really didn't get that. And so I always had like a strong traditional, mm -hmm. but that like increased when I went to uh, school because I got, I got to um, like practice a lot. And like, I had a harder time with like the 3D and all like all the, the different like software stuff, but like, I just forced myself to like, really like focus in and, and get better in it. So, but yeah, That's great. for sure. Uh, yeah, because I wouldn't be able to tell because I looked at your some of your 3D models you had on Instagram. I was like, these are so cool and detailed. 
and uh, the textures are fantastic. It's just like, wow. I mean, it's just like, yeah. that just amazed me because I was like, they're very imaginative and they're very like, oh man, I'm trying to remember exactly the one I was like, um, oh, I think you- The clock? Yes, the that clock? was it. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yes, yeah. that one, I was good. Uh, that was so cool. Was that for a, was that for personal or was that for a client? Was that for a class project? No, that was a class project. Um, but like we had to make like a cuckoo clock um, and uh, like a traditional, like he, he was very like um, the professor, uh, Professor Valentine teaches that class. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, like he, like we, the last project is, uh, is a cuckoo clock and you like, you have to have like certain criteria of the clock. But I thought, you know, like with the story that I chose, I wanted to like make it the head of the, because I chose the, the the Arthur story with the Green Knight. And I thought like, you know, it'd be a cool idea if like, you know, Gwen killed the Green Knight and like cut off his head and that's the clock. Like he made the clock out of it. So then, and then, and like, yeah, like the the concept was like super rough, like very, like just left to the imagination, I guess. And then like, as I was like modeling it, in uh in Maya like I just you know I just like like I, I started adding like Tim Burton swirls you know like and like influence from other things and uh, my professor's like oh that's cool Nick like you should add more of that and like so like it just ended up being really cool like but UV unwrapping that that head was like it was a nightmare like I, I I had to like find out like I tried it so many different ways and then I found one that like like really worked so then but yeah, but I had a lot of fun. It was cool. And it wasn't like uh, the like a basic clock. So I, uh, I wanted to like really push uh, myself and like um, get something different. So for sure, it, it was a lot of fun. Well, I mean, like the storytelling, like in that piece, because I was like, man, I want to know more about where this clock, you know, the and I'm so glad I asked you about it because it, it just looks so, I mean, not only did it look cool, but it was like there is a story behind this so like another mm. thing that I love about animators that um the storytelling you guys are naturally creating work that is meant to tell a story and I think at the end of the day it's like as an illustrator and my interest is in children's books um it fascinates fascinates me how naturally you all gravitate towards that was that something that you always did with your work or do you did you kind of get into that more as you went into animation yeah like yeah I kind of like uh went into it when I got into animation like I really didn't think about like story really mm -hmm. but definitely like when you're when when I was taking animation I was like okay so like whatever like depending on what I do like it always has to tell a story and has to have like a clear message you know so but yeah definitely uh I, I started picking that up when I was in, started taking classes in animation and stuff like that, so. Cool. So with everything that's going on in our current state of the world, how do you maintain your like, and I always preface work with whether it's school work, you know, working freelance or, you know, you know, your family, your just friends, how do you balance all that? And, you know. Yeah, yeah that's a good question. Um, yeah. Uh, I have a hard time balancing that sometimes myself, but I, you know, uh, we, we work on a, well, I like, for me, I work on a computer all day. So like, I, um, I try to like, you know, I take breaks like, uh, pretty frequently, uh, because like just sitting down and like looking at the screen all day, is like, just burns you out, you know? So 
I take, I take about a couple breaks um, just to like really like detox from uh, the work. And then, um, yeah, just like, and then like time management is super important too. Um, I have a lot of friends that like, like did like all nighters and stuff like during a class, school and stuff. And I would like, I, I never did like for my, for my, uh, for my undergraduate. Um, cause I just like, I'd like, okay, this is what I like. I made a plan of action, you know, for the week, like I'm going to do this for, uh, these two days. And then, you know, I'll have this much. I can like take a break, like relax for a bit, like take a day off, like for school. Um, like when we were in school, like I made like Fridays, like where I didn't touch my computer, like Fridays were like, I I'd take a break, you know, cause I, cause it's so condensed and you have to like, like for me, I had to work every day. And so like, I just made like Fridays, like, okay, I'm not going to do anything all day Friday, like relax. And then that like really, so just like finding the time to like take a break and to like disconnect is, uh, is just super important because like you can like burn yourself out, you know, and, and just like pacing yourself at your own, um, like don't kill yourself for like, like, um, well, I guess you could, but like, it's, it's like, It'd be efficient with your time because like if you like stay up all night and you're like you're not doing um like good work like yeah. you know it's it's just a waste you know i'd rather like use the time i have wisely and then you know and then take it from there so yeah that's a good definitely point. yeah i found animation is so intensive and time consuming because of the nature of how it is it's like I had to do like a similar thing where I had to give myself a day of break because I literally would spend more time on my animation project, though it might not have looked like that, but more on animation versus my illustration classes. It was because I was like, I got to make that 10 seconds and whatever the requirements were for the project. And I was like, and I had so many mistakes that I was making. I literally, because I was so new at it, I couldn't Mm -hmm. tell my mistakes until I was like, oh man, I'm like 50 frames in. I'm like, I've totally messed up. I got to redo this. I was just like, yeah, I spent a lot of time with animation. It just floors me because at the end of the day, I was like, oh, these other students, they're so nice and encouraging and giving me tips. Um, when I know you guys are working so hard, like even though you're as skilled as you guys are, you're, you've got other commitments, you have other things. So I really appreciated the time that, um, my fellow students would just like, whether it was encouragement, say, you've got this, Nancy, like you can keep doing this or try this or try that. And um, that was really, really appreciated because there were, there were some moments I was like, I I don't know. I really don't know if I can make this better. I was like redrawing things over. It's like, and it looked better. Like, I will say like, after about the fifth time, I was like, this is probably 25% better than my first try, but it still has a long way to go. So um, I appreciate all your con- uh, very um, positivity. Uh, Nick, you're very like um, encouraging. And I, um, I I thought that was really nice of you to do that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, of course. Um, like I love our, like our, our world, like a, the, the world of art, cause everyone's like so eager to help other people, you know? And, uh, and that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I know you can do the, like everyone can do the work, you know? So like pushing everyone, like I would, I would tell other people, um, like Roger, like we would help each other out, you know, and stuff. So it's, uh, yeah, like, yeah, thank you. Yeah. I, I'm just like a very positive person and like, like, um, 
you know, like you push people like, you know, you can do this, like just, you know, put the time in and you got it, you know? So, yeah, I mean, and it showed in your work because like um, by the end of the course, uh, like it, it, you improved like, like, uh, like, like dramatically, you know, because I know that you put the time in and, um, and your work was very good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. So. Well, that's kind of you. So there's hope. So I, I'm thinking about taking another animation class in the future because though it was so like hard, I was like, this is like the hardest, this, this was really hard. I was like the way you have to think and do things. I was like, but at the same time, I like that, like, it's almost, it's still, I know it's like, you know, there's all those principles. It's all like uh, things that we're doing to create this animation. But at the end, it's still kind of magical. It's still kind of like, I felt like I was at a, when I'd watch everybody's work, be like, oh, it's like being at a, like a movie premiere. It's like, I get to see, I'm like one of the first people who gets to see this work in class. And I just, I always thought it was amazing. I was like, wow, these are very talented people. Yeah, it's cool to, um, I, I find it very fascinating that you get to see like the process yeah. of how like everyone does their thing. And then at the end, you get to see the final results. So it's like really cool to see how like people tackle different tasks, you know, and, like how they work or like their their style and stuff like that. So yeah, it's very, it's very interesting. And I, I enjoy it a lot. It's It's really cool. So if you could go back in time and tell your younger self some advice about being an animator, what would it be? Um, if I, yeah, um, I would, I would say to prioritize my time more, uh, like focus more on like what I, what I want to do, um, uh, like more pri prioritization of my time. Like, you know, like I, I may spend too much time doing something else and not as much time as I like would like, mm -hmm. uh, learning something or whatever. And then I was like to take more risks, you know, like mm -hmm. I'm very like, kind of like, um, a little shy like like reaching out to people and stuff but like sometimes you just have to like you know like uh you know take take the take the risk you know so those are those would be like the two things and then like just follow um just like follow what you want you know uh because you have other people that are like that can like tell you oh you know you should do this or that you should be the one to decide like what you want to do um because you in the end you're going to be the one doing the work or you know so that's great advice and then the last um, question or no we've got two more questions sorry okay um, oh yeah so you finished creating all the animations and artwork you've wanted and at the end of the life you can only leave behind three final truths what would they be um yeah so this this is this is a hard question because i haven't thought about this uh i haven't thought about this like that far ahead but i think um the the three things that I would like is one uh, that I have that I found my own style and that people can recognize it, um, that it's me. And then the last two truths would be that I leave behind a body of work that people enjoy and can learn from. You know, those those are the things that I that I really like is I want people to be able to like look at my work and like um, like can learn, you know, like how I did it and then they can do it and do it even better or um so yeah so that's that's what I want to leave behind um when I when I finish uh, when I'm done right. so because it's a podcast and where can people see your um work your artwork 
Um, yeah, so I have, um, I have a website um, where I have my portfolio and everything on there and it's nagodswinter.com. And it's so basically like my, my first name and my middle name uh, initials and then my, and then my last name.com. And then uh, my Instagram, I, I post all my work there too. And it is Nicholas with a CK underscore uh, and then my last name, Godswinter, uh, G-O-T-T-S, Winter. And uh, yeah, those are the two um, thing, uh, two platforms I'm on. I'm also on LinkedIn and stuff like that. You can just type in my name, um, but yeah. Well, great. Thank you, um, Nick, for sharing all your expertise and knowledge. And I know you're going to be highly successful in your future endeavors. And I'm sure that Pixar will be calling you because uh, you were you were great to um, hear your feedback. You're also very, um, I think at the end of the day, people like to work and be around people who are positive and who are encouraging because um, especially I would think with animation because it's so intense. Um, and I think you would be that person to be rooting everybody on and just being willing to listen and think about stories and things like that. So I think you'll be great. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I still I still have like a, a, a bunch to learn. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, thank you. Um, I had a great time. Great. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to my creative life.